Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Hankook Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire. For Wednesday, February 23rd. Thank you guys for allowing me to take a rare day off on Tuesday. Um, just, uh, you know, with the Monday holiday, I worked early in the morning, did the Dan Patrick show, put out a podcast of Straight Fire, and on the road for a little mini road trip um, this week with the fam for what is called Ski Week in California. And um, I was able to take a day off. And, uh, you know, it, the beauty of taking a day off in February is that a bunch of stuff that happened that you don't really want to talk about happened. And it's just like, there's no win. There's no upside. Like, are people that interested? And then you wait, and lo and behold, uh, as Tuesday unfolds, Aaron Rodgers decides to pipe up. Pipe up! Aaron Rodgers. You know, it's funny. The guys who have made news here in the last two weeks, right, post-Super Bowl, or like uh, in and around the Super Bowl, you've got Tom Brady. I think I'm going to retire. You've got LeBron James. 
oh, I think I'm going to play with my son in two years, wherever that is. And now Aaron Rodgers, who posts a cryptic Instagram post about his breakup with his fiancée, Shailene Woodley. And I know some of the uh, real conspiracy theorists will say, boy, Aaron Rodgers has dated a lot of famous girls and he has really broken up with them like just as the offseason begins every single time. What's that all about? During the season, he's with football while engaged slash dating. And then the offseason happens and he breaks up. I'll let you guys let that one marinate uh, for a little bit. I'm not going to dive into that Aaron Rodgers dating game. But what was more interesting was afterward, he went on a radio show. Uh, I think he went on a show on Sirius Tuesday and decided, you know what? I'm going to talk about some important stuff. And he goes on this rant about a 12-day cleanse that he took. First of all, I got to give Aaron Rodgers props because if anybody's done a cleanse, 12 days is unheard of. <laughs> I've tried to do like four days, three days. That's tough as hell, man. Just drinking water for two days. And that's it? Now, Aaron Rodgers went deep. I mean, like off the reservation deep. I'm not even going to try to say any of the words, these um, in-depth yoga-ish healing sort of things where he basically does a cleanse and he's, he comes out of it and he's all gratitude. I'm just so thankful for everything. Wait, you not normally thankful? I don't know. I To me, my big takeaway, and this one's obvious, it should surprise nobody. But this is the second coming of Brett Favre in Green Bay, where every year it's drama. Drama king in Green Bay, Brett Favre. Oh, I think I'm going to retire. No, I'm going to come back. No, I'm going to retire and I'm going to come back. Wait, you don't want me back? Okay, I'll go play for the Jets because you guys won't trade me in the division. Fine, I'm going to Minnesota this year. And like, this was like a four-year dalliance that Brett Favre had with the Packers. And it got annoying and old quick. And frankly, I'm already sick <laughs> of the Aaron Rodgers. This is the second offseason of Willie or Wonty. And it's it's like, really, are we doing this already? I mean, bro, it's February. Like, we've, we're still a month away from any big moves in NFL free agency. Any moves even potentially happening. And I know that, obviously, the franchise tag stuff starts up this week, but... Overall, it's just such an embarrassment for Rodgers. And I get it. He wants some attention. Okay, that's your bag. Go for it, you know. But this is just going to be Brett Favre redux, and it's going to be annoying. And with the amount of media coverage that we have now versus that we had, I don't know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago when Favre was doing his thing, I think it's going to get old quick. Personally, it's already old for me. I'm one of these guys, shit or get off the pot, Aaron Rodgers. Do you want to leave or do you want to stay? These cryptic Instagram posts, I know you think they're cool, but man, that's lame. I love how he put in the last slide of his Instagram post the picture of the Packers lining up for the anthem against the Chiefs. Rodgers was not there, and he had, they left space where he would be standing in between two players. And he posts that picture. You know why? Because he wants attention. He wants people like me. He wants people on the radio, on TV, on podcast, writing online writing about Aaron Rodgers, prattling on about Aaron Rodgers. What does it mean? This is right out of the LeBron playbook. Tom Brady's done this. LeBron's done this. All the big stars do this. The guys who really want attention, they get it. And now here I am, five minutes in, all about Aaron Rodgers. And is he going to stay? What, is the pod, what, what, what does the Instagram post mean? And I could 
I, I, I know it's obviously exciting when you get Aaron Rodgers, you're going to go somewhere, but a couple people have made the point to me. Hey, Jay, are, are we sure wherever he goes is instantly a contender? And I made, yeah, the Packers are a contender every year. And then the counter is, well, they haven't won a Super Bowl or gotten to one in a minute. So why do we think it's a lock? Well, again, now you can get granular and break down all the Packers' playoff failures. Uh, how many can you pin directly on Rodgers? I'll wait. I'll hang up and wait, as they say in the streets. <laughs> the answer is not many. Um, Aaron Rodgers is instantly going to make Denver or whomever a legit contender. They will vault into the top five, maybe top three of Super Bowl odds, and the Packers will tumble down the list because Jordan Love is not going to do jack squat in Green Bay. I am still of the belief Rodgers is leaving. I don't think he's coming back. Part of, is part of is that part of that heart overhead? You know the usual. Boy, I would love him to go to Denver. The, the amount of content that it will provide us, content providers, podcasts, TV, radio, digital, social media. If you talk about football in any way, shape, or form, you would love Aaron Rodgers to leave. It's the better story. He stays. Oh, he's staying. Green Bay, good again. They're going to win the division. Shrug. Speaking of, we got a great guest today. No shrugs about it. Ian O'Connor. Former ESPN guy. He's at the New York Post now. And he just wrote a book on Coach K that I think is going to be a big deal. And I, I've i known Ian before I've interviewed him. I, I was a huge fan of his watching him on the sports reporters back in the day, back when it mattered. John Saunders, RIP. This is like 2002 maybe, 2004. And Ian O'Connor is a yeah, great journalist. And it's, it's funny, some of the stuff he says about Coach K, you know, you expect, and then other stuff is like, oh. As the great rapper Redman said, press rewind if I haven't blown your mind. Right? That's not a bad line. Oh, speaking of, uh, you guys are going to love the Ian O'Connor interview. And I need to give a two thumbs up to the TV show Bel Air on Peacock. I checked out the first episode. I was like, wow, this is great. You got basketball, fighting, trash talk, fresh prints in the modern version. My wife was like 30 minutes in, no thanks, this is lame. Okay. So I showed it to my son, who's 10, about to be 11. And, you know, I it has uh, a lot of the N-word and the F-word and all this stuff. And I was a little skittish. But, you know what, he's going to middle school next year. He's got to know this stuff. And some of it he already knows, but he's way into it. Like, he really likes Bel Air. I highly recommend it. Um, again, if, it, it's it's probably not going to be for everyone, but if you like sports and you like the original Fresh Prince and you like shows that are kind of remade and modernized, a.k.a. Cobra Kai, um, I think you're going to like this. I, I Two thumbs up, highly recommended. Also recommended the interview now, with Ian O'Connor of the New York Post and his book on Coach K. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live you know a guy jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports i know what sports fans want but for everything he doesn't he knows a guy who does let's just say i know a guy who knows a guy knows another guy all right let's welcome into straight fire a longtime columnist tv guy i used to watch him on the sports reporters but basically the best sports debate show ever before all these other debate shows happened he is ian o'connor and he wrote a book uh recently out this week coach k the rise and reign of mike shishesky ian how are you man hey jason good to see you again how are you yeah it's great great to talk and uh catch up a little bit i mean obviously you're in the news a ton the timing of this could not be better uh, Coach K's swan song, March Madness coming up. Um, what's the response been so far from the uh, passionate Duke Blue Devil fans who love to defend Krzyzewski? I think, yeah, some fans were a little taken aback by some of the excerpts and maybe got the impression that this was some sort of 
uh, takedown of Mike Krzyzewski, which it's not. It's just an historical document. And as you know, Jason, uh, for, for it to be a fair, honest and thorough examination of what really has been a great American life, the negatives have to be in there, too. It can't just be the yeah. positives. And so I, I think it's very fair. That's the one thing. And this is my fifth book that is the ultimate goal for me. And, and I, I feel like I've, I've met that goal every time out of the box with these books is to be fair. And fair sometimes means that, uh, listen, you're asking the subject sometimes to accept things that are, are hard for people to accept. If somebody, I mean, nobody outside of my immediate family cares about my life, but if somebody did <laughs> and wrote a book about me, I'm sure I wouldn't love the negatives and the flaws and the mistakes being in there. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I'm asking Mike Krzyzewski, like I did Bill Belichick to understand that's just part of it. It has to be part of it, but that's not an easy thing to accept, but he was asked about it yesterday and he said he hadn't read it yet, but he said some kind things about, about yeah. me. So I, my suspicion is he had a family member or two or three read it. And the report back to him was that it was fair, but that's just my, my best guess. Right. Uh, I, I do want to back up and ask when you approached him about the book or, uh, you know, how that process went, was he receptive? Was there a face to face? Was there a zoom, a call? Uh, Cause he can be a prickly fellow from my very, very limited dealings with him. Yeah. He can back, be way back in the day. Right. Uh, for starters, Belichick tried to block everybody in my last book uh, from, from talking to me and asked a lot of people not to talk to me. And some listened to him, some maybe not so much. But uh, Mike did not do any of that. And, and I, I believe my first communication with him or anybody at Duke was an email to John Jackson, his chief communications officer at the university, and asking for an audience that before he says yes or no, can I just sit in front of him and explain what I want to do, what my purpose is with this project? And then whatever decision he makes, certainly I'll, I'll live with and, and mm -hmm. go forward. But I, don't, I didn't get that audience. My understanding is he met with his family, which he does for any significant decisions, his wife and his three daughters. And they, they came to a decision. We'll take a pass on it. But again, to his credit, he didn't block anybody. And so I ended up seeing him not long after that at Madison Square Garden, talked to him a little bit about it. And he said at the time, I, I have nothing against you or, or the project. I'm not going to contribute, but I'm not going to block anybody. And he did live up to that pledge. Mm. Interesting. And now, now I do know uh, sometimes when you chase uh, stories about certain people, you'll go to them, they'll say no. Then you maybe trade back channels. Did you try any of his other guys? Hey, can you put in a word to Mike? I've got kind of a decent resume here. I'm well known. You wrote for ESPN for over a decade. Like, did you try any of that? And, and how'd that go? I did. Uh, obviously, uh, I've done that too with, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, past uh, subjects. And uh, th there wasn't any real movement on it. What I also mm -hmm. did, Jason, was last spring, I, I went down to Duke and basically laid out the significant negatives in the book in the hope that Mike would then want to sit down on the record to provide counterpoints, context, explanations for some NCA rules issues and, and that have popped up over the years in his program. And that, frankly, a lot of rival schools believe that the NCA does give Duke the benefit of the doubt mm -hmm. that the NCA doesn't afford anybody else. So uh, so anyway, I laid those uh, negatives out, which I actually believe is the right way to do it. You give the subject a chance to to answer to that and and before it's in print. So there, there are no surprises. And I was hoping there that uh, maybe he would agree to sit with me and he didn't. So 
Uh, he stayed true to what he said he was going to do on, on both sides of it. And I will say this. I had an experience once with uh, I wrote a book on Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas. Arnold Palmer declined to cooperate initially politely in his office in Orlando. But then he said to me as I left, if Jack decides to help you, let me know. So I took that to mean Arnold did not want Jack to define this book and this rivalry. So I needed Jack to say, yes, I'll help you. And he did. And once Jack said that and I called Arnold back, he said, OK, I'll sit down with you. So, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> which I, thought, I found pretty humorous. Uh, I am curious that the Bob Knight stuff obviously is making the rounds. We know Bob Knight's history. Uh, checkered. Great coach. Uh, I'll you know, let other people decide what they want to say about him as a person. I'm curious. How did he handle it when you reached out or did you not reach out or, or to, to Knight about the uh, the book? Oh, no, I reached out to him. I sent him messages, texts. And then I went to friends of his and asked them to carry. Listen, I, I believe he's in declining health. And yes. so I don't know where he is in terms of command of, of thought and so forth. But I, I certainly reached out to people close. I reached out to family members, friends in an attempt to try to get some form of communication or establish a line of communication to him directly and just didn't get any response, but I certainly made the effort and I, I wanted his side of the story in terms of the fracture and that relationship, but unfortunately I, I didn't get it. It's weird. I, I'm a huge college basketball fan, Ian, but I feel like the prime of the sport when it was at its best was kind of 80s, 90s. Now that could be a reflection on me when I was growing up and it was I was highly impressioned by college basketball, but Knight and Coach K, early 90s, late 80s, like that feels like the pinnacle of the sport. I don't want to say it's gone downhill. It's just not the same product it once was. Would you agree? Uh, I would, Jason. I, I think okay. you're right. In the 80s, to me, and the and the 90s, going to the Big East tournament at Madison Square Garden, there was nothing more electric than that. And and to see, and back then, of course, you had four year rivalries develop over time: Mullen versus Ewing, and and just some some great coaches and figures in the Big East and elsewhere, of course. But. Uh, the only college basketball figure I would consider writing a book on at the time I made this decision was the one I wrote the book on. Yeah. And, and I would not have said that back in the 80s and 90s. I, I thought there were a lot of figures worthy of, of that treatment. You could argue John Calipari now, maybe. Um, but yeah, I, college basketball is just it ain't what it used to be. Yeah. And that's a shame. And I wonder, um, you know, Coach K, Roy Williams, uh, Bob Knight, a, a distant past um you know wh where where is the sport now is coach k gonna significantly hinder things for college like he's easy to market right he was coaching team usa basketball I, I just wonder if his you know departure really do you think it'll not cripple college basketball but it, it's gonna definitely end an era uh, yes and it's a blow to the sport and one that really can't afford too many of these it's a gut punch no question he gave you there was something you could identify with tethered to college basketball that's now gone. And what's there? The transfer portal. And I, I'm generally pro player rights. I believe in NIL. I think they should have been paid long ago. Free agency. I think players should have the same free agency as, as coaches. Coaches walk out of contracts all the time. So I, I have no problem with that, but it does have an effect on the sport where you're trying to figure out who's coming and going. And it, it's hard to really with the free agency through the transfer portal on top of one and done. And now significant coaching figures like Krzyzewski leaving. Yeah. Where is college basketball? I don't know. I see uh, 700 games on 700 different cable channels. I'm trying to 
follow it. it I, I think it's a very difficult sport to, to keep track of. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I do want to uh, point out something. Coach K, you know, he started in the, uh, at Duke in the early 80s. I'm looking at his record. Ian, and he was below 500 twice and then lost in, I believe, the first round of the NCAA tournament twice. Five years in, and I seem to remember, not from, I was too young at the time, but in the aftermath, like, Coach K was nearly fired after the first five years. Do you think that any coach now who had the lack of success that Coach K did at Duke in the first five could survive in this current era? No. Uh, and and frankly, that that coach would not have been hired at Duke. There's no question. Mm. 
The AD at the time was a guy named Tom Butters hired a nine and 17 coach from Army to take over at Duke. <laughs> Duke had been in the national championship game a couple of years before with Bill Foster and, and lost to Kentucky. And they're going to hire a nine and 17 guy from Army whose name nobody could spell or pronounce. <laughs> and there was another official in the athletic department, Steve Vicendak, who was a former very good player. He had seen Krzyzewski coach a little bit at Army and really liked him. And, and the AD liked defense. Krzyzewski was all about defense. And he just had a gut feel about him when he interviewed him. He's like, I think this guy's special. I, I, and so he, he couldn't pull the trigger on it. I can't hire a 9-17 and 17 coach at Army at Duke. But he finally did. And in the early years, the, the boosters, the fans, the alums, the students, even the faculty wanted him gone. They wanted Krzyzewski out of there. And, and you have Dean Smith winning the national title in 82. You have Valvano winning the national title in 83, right in his backyard. And, and this guy is losing games. He lost to Wagner at home. Ooh. Wagner, which was a really bad ECAC Metro team. And so then, then there was a scene in the book. He loses at Princeton, which wasn't a terrible loss, but they lost, I think, by 17 points. And there's a scene where the assistant coaches after the game at Princeton are looking for Mike and they can't find him. Well, one, Bobby Dwyer walks into a side room and there's Mike sitting there crying alone because he thought he was losing hold of his dream job or a dream job. So there were some really dark moments in the, the first particular three, three and a half years. And Butters gave him a contract extension, which is unbelievable. Today, that would have never happened. Krzyzewski would have been gone. Yeah. So credit to the AD. And it was a different time and place in the sport. Was there a per, a certain player, I don't know, Danny Ferry, uh, Jay Billis, Mark Allery, was there a certain player that turned it around? Because, you know, the fortunes went from, you know, sputtering, sputtering, sputtering to, I believe, five straight trips to the Final Four, which is crazy. Johnny Dawkins. Dawkins. Johnny Dawkins. And that was, listen, the class did, and there was the documentary on ESPN, the the class that saved Coach K. So it was a class of Billis, Allery. Allery was, was really good. Henderson couple of other guys and of course Dawkins was the key getting him changed everything for coach K finally they had some talent to compete with Carolina in the first round NBA picks they had on a regular basis and Dawkins was afraid of nobody so that changed it and getting him and of course in 86 they get to the national championship game against Louisville and Jason they should have won that game coach coach K actually took the air out of the ball they had a lead of five, seven points, say five minutes left. And he tried to work the shot clock. And I remember Billy Packer on the broadcast saying, this is a mistake because they're, they're getting, they're waiting to the end of the shot clock and they're taking bad shots and missing. And the Cardinals came back and won the game. And really coach K might've cost Duke a national title by doing what he did in those final moments. And they, they were really the Buffalo bills before the Buffalo bills. Yeah. They couldn't win the big one. 86 lose the championship game. 88 lose the final four, 89 lose final four 90 get destroyed by Vegas yes. in the championship game. So uh, it's amazing to think that he was Marv Levy before there was Marv yeah. Levy. That's crazy to think of. I never thought of it like that, but the struggle before success is, is a pretty great theme. Uh, I am curious, um, you know, that, that UNLV game, um, the the loss and then the the victory the following year, I felt like maybe that was the one of the big moments in college basketball of the last I don't know fifty years. Obviously, there was the shot against Kentucky, but simply beating that UNLV team, which was a juggernaut, uh, is that figure prominently in the book, Ian? Yes, Jason, absolutely. It changed everything for Duke, and yeah. UNLV is the best team I've ever seen. Yep, an undefeated juggernaut across two seasons and. 
I was on the UNLV plane flying to uh, Indianapolis, sitting with Tark for part of that ride for the Final Four in, in 91. And of course, they destroyed Duke by 30 in 90. Bobby Hurley was sick, but still, I mean, Vegas just blew them out of the building in Denver. And so people thought a similar thing would happen this time around. Duke was a little bit of a different team with Grant Hill, uh, very much a different team. That changed things for, for Mike. But Tarkanian on the plane said to me, I'm worried about Leitner. I have nobody to cover him. And I thought he was just saying that as a, an overdog coach who was just throwing things out there. He knew I was going to write that. So as it turned out, he was right. They could not defend Leitner in that game. And if you recall, now everybody remembers the Leitner shot against Kentucky in 92 is probably the greatest shot in college basketball history. But the most important shot in Duke history was made by Bobby Hurley in that Vegas semi uh, semifinal. Duke was down five, late two minutes to go. Hurley stepped into a three and made it. And that changed the whole feel of that game. And if Duke loses that game, who knows what happens to that program, but they win it. Bobby makes that, that three, they, they go on to beat Kansas. And then of course the following year, you have the Leitner shot in the elite eight. You have Krzyzewski beating Bob Knight in the final four. And that really started the, that was the beginning of the end of their relationship. And then Duke beats the fab five in the national championship game. Yeah, crazy. Uh, those those were the days, you know. It's not to sound like an old guy, but uh, <laughs> you go look at those games on YouTube, Ian. They're amazing. Um, I, I do want to ask. Uh, JJ Redick has like some sort of video streaming thing or podcast, and he had Jason Tatum on, and they told a story about Coach K. Uh, obviously, they were telling many stories, and you know, Coach K saying some really tough stuff to players. But this happens all the time. I am curious. How did when you reached out to players such as a Leitner? I'm sure they had great memories of winning a lot. But at the same time, Coach K can be extremely rough uh, with some of these players, and verbally at least. One player told me there are a lot of confrontations where you were one step away from a punch in the face. Either we were going to punch him in the face or he was going to punch us in the face. That the confrontations would get that heated. Now, I remember Reggie Love was a player at Duke, and he became a, an aide to President Obama later on. He told me he witnessed a confrontation in the locker room between Coach K and and Jay Williams, that was so awkward and intense. It reminded him of an argument he witnessed at Reagan National Airport on the tarmac between Hillary and then candidate Barack Obama. Uh, and, and so, I mean, wow. th things in that program got got ugly and, and Coach K would get in your face. He is the most profane coach I think I've ever been around. And I sat behind him for the first time, Jason, in 99 in the Meadowlands in a Sweet 16 game against Steve Alford in Southwest Missouri State. And for two hours and 15 minutes, it was extreme profanity. And mm -hmm. I cursed, so I wasn't morally offended, but I was entertained. I just couldn't believe the profanity that came out of his mouth directed at his assistants, his players, the refs. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. And so that's a surprise to most people the first time they sit near the yeah. Duke bench. I didn't know it was that bad. Two straight hours of F-bombs and stuff. It, it was extreme. And I, I think he's calmed down a little bit. Now, he's 75 now, so I don't know right. if in the last five years it, that's been the case. But in his prime, he let it rip, and it was it was rough. So when he – listen, the difference between him and Bob Knight, Bob Knight, you would see it was more conspicuous. He threw a chair in the middle of the game. A player at Army told me when Coach K was there, he threw a chair in practice when nobody could see it. Right. Bob Knight would do it on national TV. So Kay was pretty good about picking his spots. It didn't seem like on camera often 
he got caught absolutely berating a player, but in practice, man, he, he got in your face and said some pretty degrading things at times. It, that's like an old school thing, right? Bob Knight. Remember Cheney back in the day at mm-hmm. uh, Temple? A lot of these guys get ex- Tarkanian. But I'm wondering, do you think that kind of thing works now, Ian? Uh, does it no. work as well with these young players? No way. I, I think that players today, and it's a generational thing. It's not just athletes. It's kids. Yeah. And I'm going to sound like the 57-year-old guy that I am, but they, they're just more sensitive today. You have to... You know, back in the day, you when you berated a kid, you still had to know at some point you have to put your arm around that player and, and, and remind that player, we're in this together. Yeah, I just destroyed you, but we're on the same team. These days, you have to put that arm around players a lot more than you did back then. And, and if you're going to offer criticism, it better be surrounded by positive reinforcement <laughs> so, mm. or else uh, it's, it's not going to work. Now, listen, Coach K had to adapt to yeah. LeBron and Kobe and company at the Olympics. Obviously, he couldn't destroy those guys verbally. They would have <laughs> laughed at him. <laughs> yeah. So he did. He changed and he didn't scream at those guys. And he came back from that experience, particularly in Beijing in, in 08, a more player friendly coach, uh, according to the Duke players I talked to. Interesting. Um, I wondered, he never went to the NBA. Do you think part of it is the Nick Saban idea? Hey, man, I know where all my guys are all the time on campus. I am total control. I can say what I want. It's my ship. I can't control these millionaire athletes. Uh, Nick Saban goes to the Dolphins and kind of flopped. Do you think, I, I'm sure there's plenty of Coach K NBA talk in there, but do you think that's probably the primary reason why? I don't know if it's the primary reason why. I think it always comes down to winning with Coach K. And at Duke, you have more control over winning than you would in the NBA, right? Well, let's say you win an NBA title. You get penalized right away. You're drafting last in the first round. In college, you win a national title. More high school All-Americans want to play for you. So you get rewarded in college for winning. You get penalized in the NBA for, for winning. And that's the way pro sports works because of parity and trying to give teams a chance and breaking it up and not having dynasties. Although I like dynasties. Yes. I've never quite un- understood that. But so I, I think it was more about, gee, if I go to the NBA with the cap and free agency and player movement and drafting last, if we have a great season or, or close to last, and uh, how about I stay here and hope I get the Olympic job someday and coach the NBA. So he got the best of both worlds. He stayed yeah. at Duke controlled winning and losing a little bit more or a lot more than he would in the NBA. And coached the greatest NBA players in the world to uh, three Olympic gold medals. Um, Ian, I got to ask, one of the most famous columns I ever read on Coach K was by a guy we both know, Woj, uh, when he was at Yahoo. And I reread that before we spoke here. And, you know, I I don't want to say historically the media has been extremely friendly to Coach K, but, you know, Durham, kind of a small town. He's running the show. You got to be nice with Coach K or you got to cut off access. I don't know. Do you think the media has been a little too friendly with him? It sounds like your book offers some balance, which we really need out here. Yeah, I think so. It, it's possible that's the case. And maybe that's the case in just covering college sports in these towns where you don't have professional teams. It's not like covering St. John's in New York mm-hmm. where the, the the mentality is, is completely different. And really a, a St. John's coach, and players often get covered like like the pros because you're in a pro town. And, and so I, I think when you're not in a pro town and the college team is the only game in town, and it changes the dynamic between the the coach, particularly a historically successful one like Mike Krzyzewski and those around him who are covering him, I think uh, without question. 
So I, I think what I wanted to do in this book was offer a balanced account, a fair account, provide the negatives and certainly the positives. There are a lot of positives in this book, yeah. but I was never going to shy away from the negatives. And I told Duke that and I told them exactly what I was going to write because I wanted to see if I could draw Mike out and comment. And he didn't do it, but there were no surprises. They knew I was writing. They knew that I knew about the Pinehurst incident that ended the Bob Knight relationship. They had very good reason to know that I that I found that the university offered the coaching job to Tommy Amaker first and that Coach K ultimately effectively blocked that and, and got Shire in there. So so they were and the NCA issues I address in the book, I addressed with Duke before publication. So mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's important as well to give your subject the opportunity to comment. And particularly when it's something that's either a negative or a perceived negative. I I was going to wrap up on the, uh, the Amaker thing, but one other question, one of my favorite college basketball announcers ever uh, has been Billy Packer, who is much maligned. You know, the social media guys hate him. They tried to run him out. Maybe they did. Um, I haven't heard from him anywhere in years. Was he part of the book and how, how was he? He was not part of the book. I have to say, Jason, it was, it was fun to go back and entertaining to listen to him do games. I always loved uh, listening to him as an analyst. And so as I watched old Duke national championship and final four games to hear his voice, uh, it was, it was great. It was entertaining. And I I did not talk to him for, for this book. And I think college basketball misses him. He's one of those figures that brought the game, made it alive and made it feel big. And so when you talk about the figures who have left the game, say, in the last 10, 15 years and now Coach K, which is almost a death blow, mm-hmm. not a death blow, but just a, yeah. it's a it's a pretty big punch to the gut. And I think the sport is in a little bit of trouble. I, I do. There's so much movement now, player movement, which I was for, but it's, it's hard to keep track. And there's so many games on so many different channels that really the regular season has become kind of irrelevant. Some of these leagues where seven teams make the NCAA tournament. So it's, (laughs) it it can be a tough watch. Yeah. And and like, they're starting these like overtime leagues. So the, the high school kids have options. Uh, It's just, it's wild. Anyways, I'll wrap up on the Amaker thing, which was, Absolutely mind-blowing. And um, I'm personally surprised that Duke didn't say, fine, fine, Coach K, we'll talk to you now. Just leave that part out of the book or or try to make some kind of trade. But (laughs) this is a bit of a stunner to hear they offered Amaker and Coach K said, no, I want Shire. Yeah, that's that's what happened. And listen, Tommy Amaker, they did have a conversation and Coach K laid out his reasons why if you come, uh, you'd be a successor in waiting for a year. I'd have to demote somebody from my staff that I just promoted in Nolan Smith from director of basketball operations. So I'd have to demote him. Then you've got the weird dynamic with Shire on the same staff. And I really don't think that's good for Duke basketball. Tommy Amaker could have said, sorry, you feel that way, coach, but I'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could have done that and he would be the head coach of Duke right now. But uh, he decided that uh, to go there without his without his mentor's blessing would be a mistake, would be uncomfortable. He's got a great life. Good job. Obviously, at Harvard, his wife's got a a really good job there and he decided to stay. But it was a fascinating thing, the way that played out. Krzyzewski wanted John Shire in there because he molded him. He's, He's young. And Coach K with Shire in place would have a lot more influence and control over that program in retirement than he would have with a, a guy in his mid-50s like Amaker, who's been a Division One head coach at three different places. Right, right. So he can kind of pull the strings from behind the scenes because Shire's his guy and he got him in there. 
I think Shire's strong enough to to lead his program, but he Mike's keeping his office and Mike got him that job. And so clearly he's going to listen to him and he's going to take his advice. And it'll be interesting to see where that relationship goes in three, four, five years. So and you've covered sports for decades. Yeah. This is not a this cannot possibly be a good look for Coach K. I don't think so, but yeah, he's not a man with a lot of hobbies. He doesn't golf. He's <laughs> he he gardens a little bit. He does a little gardening and he, he's not a big reader. He's not like Roy Williams. He's he's on the golf course a lot. So I think he's going to be involved in that program. He's going to be present and and John Shire will feel his presence. Yeah. Geez. All right. Ian O'Connor. Great stuff. The book Coach K, The Rise and Reign of Mike Krzyzewski out this week. Ian, hey, thanks a lot. Congrats on the book and all your success, man. Hey, it was my pleasure, Jason. Congrats on all your success. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.